I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings obliteration. I will face my fear, and I will permit it to pass over me and through me, and when it is gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. Welcome back to Should You Watch This with the Popcorn Priest, a weekly podcast where movie enthusiasts, ex-movie theater projectionists, new and old friends, take the time to talk about a movie that we just watched and answer that very question, should or shouldn't you watch this? Welcome back to the show. My Reverend Mother Tribe, <laughs> and how did I get sand in there, Cole? That's right. I'm, a, ben, I'm a Bene Gesserit. You're a Bene Gesserit <laughs> mother, Reverend Mother. I, I don't know. Yeah, whatever the titles are. Beyond Fear, Destiny. My, my designs are in centuries or something like that. The future. I can see it. There's a crusade coming. Let's fight like demons. What's going on? Yeah, you hear that? Fear is the mind killer. Is that a, is that a Beatles song there? There's like some score, like some singing. Like quiet. Yeah, no, that seems like a... That's crazy. Yeah, I can't remember it. Anyway. It bothers me, though. Both trailers have Jason Momoa saying the line he did not say. So he's saying, let's fight like demons. He's saying they fight like demons in the movie because he's describing the Fremen. That's correct. And they're just like, no. no. I don't like I, it. I don't like when they lie to us like that. All right. They're disrespecting us. Disrespectful <laughs> movie makers. Marketing. The movie makers are beyond criticism. If they Marketing. if they provide, that's true. Yeah. Mar- those who yeah. edit these trailers, it's like De- De- Denis Villeneuve, just provided us movie magic, and I will not blame him. I will not blame him. <laughs> you're not you're without blame, Denis, and we we thank you yeah, for listening. If to the they had podcast. asked you, I'm sure you would have said no. <laughs> Let's get into popcorn trivia. Let me tell you something, Pandeo. All right. I promised you a quote from David Lynch, and here it is. Director of the previous Dune stated that he has zero interest in <laughs> Dune 2021. He cited that his issues with the new movie have nothing to do with director Denis Villeneuve, but with his own painful memories of making the 84 version. Did he even oh. want to make the original one? He did. I think he did. It just he did. didn't work out. Well, let's, of, listen yeah. to this quote. The production problems were insane. Quote, because it was a heartache for me, it was a failure and I didn't have final cut. Mm. Yeah, I've man. told this story a billion times. It's not the film I wanted to make. I like certain parts of it very much, but it was a total failure for me. Oh, all right. So yeah, yeah, he's like... They wanted him to come back and do a couple other things after Dune. They wanted him to do like a sequel and then something else back in the 80s, and he doesn't even like to talk about it anymore. It's kind of like, um, what's his name doing Alien 3? He just won't talk about it anymore. Oh, David Fincher? Oh, Fincher, because Fox took it away from him. And yeah, Fincher. Yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I'm not talking. If anyone talks to him about it, he's just like, nah, I'm not talking about it ever again. All right, the book's title 
was a result of Herbert's stroll on the sand dunes of a beach near Florence, <laughs> Oregon. That sounds made up. <laughs> yeah, well, it that sounds like somebody put a biography. That's like whenever like someone's like pitching their their company to like venture capitalists, like as a young five year old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought, wouldn't it be great if my shoe had wheels on it, <laughs> so that I could sit, I could bring medicine to mama <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so lame it's so lame if it's true cool but it does sound yeah bad. that sounds made up the famous here here's the what you wanted to hear about uh taylor the famous wadi rum valley in jordan yeah that's from florence arabia selected as their ideal shooting spot lawrence of arabia and the martian were shot on the same desert however a new problem came to light when the makers realized that wadi rum lacked sand dunes the crew then collected samples of sand from Jordan in water bottles so they could match its color to another location. This situation brought them to the barren desert of Rub al Khali in Abu Dhabi. Wow. Oh, interesting. Crazy, huh? That was, that was really interesting to me. And last popcorn trivia is Hans Zimmer created all new instruments for the score. Yeah, I saw the video or a video where they were going through the and I was, and I was, I thought it was pretty. You cool. should look that up. He's yeah. fun to listen to. Hans Zimmer mm-hmm. talk, just his voice, but also listening to. Yeah, how, and then he had like there was musicians like who had worked with him, and I think had like history with him, like oh, doing so, like for sure. So they're like riffing and going over like inventing the new stuff and like taking flutes and like shortening them like way beyond what traditional flutes yeah. are and. Doing yeah. all sorts of stuff like that. So it's very fun. Yeah. It's very cool. So that's all the trivia I have. Uh, there wasn't a lot, surprisingly. I know newer movies don't have a ton of trivia, but you'd think this one would have a little no, more. Nothing about it being a No Country for Old Men reunion. <laughs> How is that? Oh, uh, with Anton Chigurh and, 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 and Brolin. And, yeah, Brolin. And, okay. Yeah. yeah, that is a reunion. Yeah. Javier Bardem and, and James Brolin back that's again. True. That's true. So originally... Back when Dune was first in production back in the 80s, it was Ridley Scott who was going to be directing it at the time. But one of his brothers passed away at the time, so he had to leave the production shoot. But they had to start like immediately, like way before what the schedule would allow. So uh, David Lynch took over Dune, which allowed Ridley Scott to go on and make Blade Runner, which he became a producer on the sequel. And he was one of the ones that came up with Denis, the director for Dune. Oh, man, look at this. That's the, really the, cool. The sci-fi Hollywood. <laughs> that's some, there's some connections connection. within connections. Yeah, that's really cool. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Let's get into popcorn beefs. Where's the beef? Hey, where's the beef? All right, I have a few large beefs. Mm-hmm. Large yep. beefs, sides of beef. Yes. Now old 96ers. All right, here we go. Be thinking of your beefs, Mm -hmm. if you have any. I will chime in if they are the same beefs. All right. By making its futuristic technology secondary to the plot, themes, and characters, Dune breaks from more traditional sci-fi, despite being a huge novel for its time. Herbert barely spills any ink covering his world's machinery, feeling that going into too much detail about nuts and bolts would have made his story inaccessible to average readers. Here's the beef. PSA. This is a PSA from your humble movie lover, popcorn priest. The appendix of the book is beef. Okay. <laughs> I made the huge mistake. So, yeah, it's so I, came, I came out of this movie thinking, oh, I want more. I want more of this. I need to world. discover the backstory. So I get there. I go to the li- our local library and mm-hmm. get the book for free. And I see this 
trove of information in the back. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I must read this first without consulting anyone. You know, the hu- in the appendix, like the actual appendix in the human body, it's at the end of the, of the intestines. It's at the very end. Mm. And that's so, on. So, so think about it that it's way. On, it's like, it's, a, it's, it's uh, on purpose. Yeah, it's, it's at the end for a reason. <laughs> well, don't read them. Or at the very least, read the book, watch the movie. Then if you're so inclined, then read the appendix after. Okay, because I I can't tell you how many times I fell asleep reading those terrible appendices and also angry. And like, I almost quit reading it because of that. So I applaud Herbert for being very judicious in how he wrote his book, Mm because the book is much better than the appendices (laughs) by far. Okay, that's my beef. Uh, I have two I have two more beefs. Lynch's notorious box office bomb is 110% incomprehensible to anyone who hasn't read the book. Realizing this, cinemas began giving their theater goers page-long appendices to help explain Dune's intricate backstory. Did that happen? Yes. Wait, is this the 80s or is this the new one? 80s, in the 80s. Uh Lynch's. So, like, once he didn't have Final Cut and they're like, well, we have to put this out. Correct. They're like, we're going to give people a primer. Yes. (laughs) Which, if you're going into movie, I I already said don't read the appendices, and now you're getting one going into the film. That that has to be, like, audience repellent, I have to imagine. And if that's the case, if you have to give instructions, then your Final Cut is... Yeah, I mean, mean, it's... Sounds like they knew that, or they knew that it wasn't comprehensible in a way yeah. that they thought. Well, wow. apparently, these didn't help. Roger Ebert, who called the film an ugly, unstructured, pointless excursion into the murkier realms of one of the most confusing screenplays of all time. Man, I, I need to go watch it. I really is the original that bad? I have it's, never. It's seen all it. over the. Place I've heard it's. I heard like the first half of it's okay, and then it just kind of gets like. It's because they try and cram flies so off much. the rails. Yeah, it, like I bet it. But as the fact that those who yeah. have read the book, we might appreciate you might it. be able to understand it but i feel like it's too compressed it's, and can cut up so because it's lynch the styles and like the visuals are amazing like you really feel like you're i want to watch world. it really yeah. bad, but the story actually. is all over the place the way they wrote because the i mean if you think about it it's like not only was that movie the entire plot of the book it was shorter than this movie oh wow so they've got to cram all that into two hours <laughs> so that's how like the so, war between like, houses yeah. so you can see how it would get like a short shrift there in terms of being well, that, and that's probably goes back to Lynch's not having final cut. He probably wanted to be longer. Yeah, probably. Or yeah, who knows? Who knows? All right. My last beef. I'm sure that was a studio making it two hours long. Oh, yeah. I would assume. More you guys are aware of this, but I need to bring it up for everyone. This is another PSA. An abandoned Dune film adaptation. Oh, yeah. Supposed to be scored by Pink Floyd and Salvador Dali. If you haven't seen the documentary Yodorowsky's Dune and you like movies at all, then watch it immediately or go eat paste. Didn't we watch that? I've never seen it. It's so... But I don't think you, that movie would have been good. No, it wouldn't have. But, <laughs> but it the, would have been imaginative. Doc, but the documentary is very, uh, very fair, good. Fair enough. <laughs> because it has so much... Like, there's this... Bible. They talk about it all the time, and it's renowned amongst like directors. And you, you, it was like sold for I don't know how many, I don't know how much money. You can look it up. There's, there's only two of them, and uh, it's insane the visuals in there because he had Mobius 
and he had H.R. Geiger. Really? And he, <laughs> he, he hired, what's the guy that we were talking about in Patton? Or no, not Patton, uh, Napoleon. The, the big fat guy, George C. Scott, Orson Welles, Orson Welles, <laughs> Orson Welles. He hired him to be the emperor that yes. And he, that would, that would be great casting inspired. <laughs> and the way he got him to be on the movie was he was going to, he promised to hire the chef of, of his favorite <laughs> restaurant to be on set. That's straight Marlon Brando. And uh, Superman that, yeah. That's Brando's great stuff. And, yeah. No. And then, uh, Dali wanted a hundred thousand dollars an hour. Wow, we <laughs> that's and he he said yes to all these demands. No here's, wonder they ran out of money. Here's the quote from uh, Yodorowsky I wanted to do a movie that would give people who took LSD at the time the hallucinations that you get with that drug, but without hallucinating. <laughs> that, says, sounds, that sounds dope. <laughs> says would be director Alexander Yodorowsky That movie would have been 14 hours long. Sick. <laughs> David Fincher style length. With there's no cut. way. Yeah, there's no way that was going to happen. But it makes you think about having a, a cool like, like really, series. Really going into the drug elements of the story, which again, this movie doesn't. I don't know what the sequel will. But. I feel like they can make a, a 10 part you could, series yeah. about this and it would be awesome. Yeah, you could. Especially how they're making like well, Mandalorian and yeah. like the volumes could, where they, I feel like they could do There's that. There actually is, might be a slight hope because the second one does well enough and there's enough books that I could totally see HBO. There, or the, there are a lot of books. So like, I think it's extended. But aren't they like not great? At the end, I, I don't know. Like, cause they stopped, his son started doing it after a while. Frank Herbert wrote a couple and then like, one that goes way into the future. And then I think there's some prequels and stuff. Well, in the book, there's a lot of, I don't know, pre-paragraphs <laughs> that talk about the future. Yeah, it's like written from a future perspective. It's like it's written, really written his, like a historical document type thing. Yeah. yeah. I was right. going to ask any, you, any though. Any beefs? Yeah. Those well, are all my beefs. Because, yeah, the, the way that the technology is not really elaborate. In the book, does it go into like the fact that they don't use computers and why? Because the movie doesn't do that. And I think that that's... Might be. I don't remember that specifically in the book, but I but I do remember them talking about it, where where that's part of their yeah okay like because like that's a, a, I remember world. people like who didn't have any context for this like when he's like reading a, a book with like print on it they're like what is this this isn't the future and it's like well it's, they do talk about it. <laughs> it's like for there's sure. a reason that it's, it's like this but I, I think mean, it was more like uh, their fear of AI. Think, yeah, that's what it is. I and think that's, that's why, it is. and that's the reason they're dependent upon spice too. Is like yeah. in like they're doing eugenics to develop psychics and stuff like they that. They need it. They need it because <laughs> yeah, they, they don't have computers. They refuse. Yeah, like like computers are evil. I think in a sense. But anyway, maybe that, so. So that's a I think a beef someone could Dune, have. The people of Dune's beef is AI. People complain about the name Duncan Idaho, and that bothers me because it's like this is in theory like. A future from now, right? So Idaho is a place now. Eight thousand years. People ahead. are named after places. That doesn't seem crazy to me. But that's ten thousand <laughs> years into the future. That's what I'm saying. It would be like a crazy, like ancient Sumerian name now or something. Ah, so like, if someone's like Bill G Gilgamesh or something. Like maybe <laughs> Gad. I mean, they have stuff like Paul and Peter, and you know, simple names. Two thousand I mean, years ago. I'm not saying those won't make it that long. Who can oh. say? Wow. 
But that's what people Seven. complain about that. And that's a, that's more of a beef with people being like, I'm smarter than this. I wouldn't have the name Idaho. And it's like, you don't know. <laughs> I mean, I kind of had beef with all the crazy names that he's robbing from like Hindu and all these Buddhists. Oh, the, but, what? The Muslim stuff? Because there's a lot of that. And Muslim <laughs> stuff too. Like, I'm not, I don't have beef with any of those religions or, or ways of life. I just... I don't know. It just putting that like into a, your fantasy. It was your, just like, like sci-fi novel. Like let's <laughs> throw them all together and jumble it yeah, up. Because it came out in the '60s, right? Yeah. So I mean, it 65. definitely had. It definitely has kind of that era to it of like you know, drugs and. But it's it's fine. Yeah. No, I think it's fine. But it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I well, I, I have beef with all the reviewers <laughs> that didn't like it because <laughs> it's like don't go to it then. Anyway. That I mean that is my thing because I mean I remember a lot of people seeing this movie and hating it and I'm like I feel like. Especially when they had like really specific complaints. I feel like they wouldn't like the book either. No. That was my kind of the thing about they wouldn't. most of the people complaining. I, I'm sure there are people who read the book and did like the movie. That's fine. Yeah. But I think that if you saw that movie and didn't like it, the I, chances that you would like the book, I don't think are very high. I agree. Because, yeah. I agree. Any beefs, Cole? It's half a movie. I mean, that's the biggest that's beef. That's a big beef. That's probably, it's like it's not a movie. <laughs> it's a big beef. It's a big beef. Yeah. Well. Like, if this were a movie that were like four and a half hours long and had the whole plot, billion trillion stars. It's a big beef, but at the same time. <laughs> For me, at least. As long as they, you know, tie up the loose ends that they opened in part one, I mean, it'll pay off in the end because then you've that's got true. basically two good chapters. You know, you're set up and then your payoff. But they didn't know if they could make yeah, that. Yeah, but would that be a beef to you if they tried to squeeze it all into one? I wouldn't have liked that either. Okay. That's why I'm saying it needed so. to be five hours long. Okay. <laughs> well, it needed to be like Lawrence of Arabia, which, four hours, 20 minutes. Which is going to be the case with part two. If it's two and a half hours, you'd have your five-hour explanation. I know. That's and true. if they had released that continuously as one single product, masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> masterpiece. All right. Any more beefs? Um. I yeah again I don't know if 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 it, if it would work if you didn't know anything but we've kind of gone over that it works for some sure. people works for some for, for others it doesn't I don't Correct. know a sphincter says what what a sphincter says what what exactly <laughs> popcorn puzzles composer Hans Zimmer is a big fan of the new novel Dune and turned down working with frequent collaborator Christopher Nolan on Tenet. To score mm. this film for the same reason Denis he was the top the right choice, decision. but turned down the offer to direct the Bond film No Time to Die. They both made the best, the right decision. Yeah. It's like, what are they? What are you doing? I mean, I it was a I don't it's think a puzzle Tenet, just because it's yeah. crazy. Tenant would not have been improved by a better soundtrack. And, and no time to die. The that's story a, was all over the place. It's, it's not. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I would love to see a Denis Villeneuve Bond film. I would. I, but yeah, given the opportunity to do this, though, like... No, I would rather have do How many times that. in your career... Because, I mean, again, this isn't even like what he did with 2049, which was a pre-established thing. He got to make most of this, like... Although, isn't it weird that, like, the main guy, Timothy, like, Chalamet, he looks like the guy from the other he 80s does. movie, right? He looks the, a lot like I him. don't remember what that, the description in the book was, but Pat that's... McLaughlin. Yeah, he looks... And that's... He has, it's like, weird. the same haircut, it looks like, almost. But I, I don't know if that's intentional or if that just... What happened there? I mean, I he's, mean, they he's the right this. age. It's fine. It works. I yeah. think he. I think he's. Yeah. I think he's because you want him to like kind of. He kind of does have that rich kid look. The pretty boy, <laughs> which you it would does. expect. The pretty he boy. Does. So I think right. it works for like this aristocrat like 
I think he's, yeah, I think he's a fine, I don't really care for him. I, he's fine. I don't, yeah, I, I don't really feel either way about him. I'm like, kind of the same way. I think they could have chose somebody better, but, it but was, eh, it's like, he's, it, yeah, it's I think fine. he fits. Yeah. He's not out of place. He's the type of character you want in that role. I, yeah, so I think it's like, fine. That's fine. Yeah. No beefs there. Puzzle maybe, but no beef. <laughs> Hans Zimmer spent a week in the deserts of Utah. <laughs> to Sick. assimilate some of the sounds of the landscape Same, bro. He was thinking for the score. <laughs> wow. That's a puzzle to me. Like just hanging out in the desert for a week. He's committed. Well, that's yeah, awesome. Because that's why like there's some like sand like wind like that he uses in some of the songs that it's in that video. It's very so cool. I, that, there's no way that yeah, that's probably where he got it from, is just kind of that stillness with there. like wind across sand and stuff. But yeah. Yeah, Herbert Frank wrote seven books. Brian wrote the other eleven. Yeah, and that was I think I think there's some prequels in there yeah. about like a, he wrote like four before about and the like, about the AI conflicts and stuff that led to it being the way that it is in the later ones. But again, the movie doesn't address that at all. So if you didn't know, you might be confused. But. I don't want to read any of those books. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I'm good. But that's kind of what I mean. I'm an older man now. I don't got time for that. <laughs> but movies. I, that's but it, where it's at. It makes sense though, the kind of way, like, because you're harkening empires, like giant battleships, like they're way more, you can kind of tell they're more technologically. Well, advanced. they're richer. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's, and that's what I like the way it's they portrayed true. it. Whereas Atreides is just kind yeah, of that forgotten. Money. Yeah, that's right. Pushed yeah. Off, I mean, pushed off to the side, which is why their tech is older and why they kind of get. I mean, it's an oil allegory. Easily. I mean, oh, yeah, that's true. Too. So, I mean, that's, and it's funny that we haven't even mentioned that. <laughs> that is true that we haven't even mentioned or what because i mean it's used for transportation the whole like empire is dependent upon it it's oil it's, they, they and, cannot and stop in, making yeah, it and it's or, in the desert it would be like yeah, collapse yeah. of their everyone's civilization all the houses requires a violent repression of others to secure it <laughs> the yeah. sand the sandworms would be ecological it's literally like part of so i mean like just things so i mean i think that that's not necessarily a beef it's like you know it's not like avatar where it was obvious <laughs> <laughs> that's true Man. well but yeah, it's only part of it though where they want control, but it's also all that, you know, just the royalty yeah. arguing about, like, but just, yeah, power working, struggles. Yeah, exactly. That's very cool. Think of. Okay. This one, I'm sorry. I, this, I'm trying to touch this subject very, very cordially just and lightly gently. and gently. So I just, I'm going to ask a question. Okay. I don't need, I don't, <laughs> we, we don't need to be crazy. These with are the this. best kind when you just, when you have to hype it up like that. Yeah. Dr. Kine's mm -hmm. character was modified in the movie. According to the novel, Dr. Kynes is a white male. Really? However, in the movie, Dr. Kynes is a black woman. I don't care. I don't care that it is this. I didn't know this, so that tells you how much I remembered. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, you would probably know that. Just generally speaking, okay, I'm not saying that I, I don't want that late, because she did an awesome job, great actress. It was She brought some really cool things to the, the character. Mm-hmm. But what, how do you feel about like this? Was, is, it, is it okay? Dr. Does Kynes, it matter? I, I don't know. Which, I don't know. Was Dr. Kynes in the book like also like a Fremen, like with blue eyes and like lived with the. Yeah. And he was like a, like a botanist type. Interesting. Guy that, that was just part. It was put there by the empire or the emperor. 
not the Empire. That's not <laughs> Star Wars. I'm trying to think. There's not that many women in the movie, so that might have been why they did it. Well, and I know that Denis really wanted a, a very strong woman uh, presence in the in the film. So I think that's another way that he could do that, which is and you don't get fine. a you don't get a lot of Fremen type people either. Uh, no, well, not, you get not you get Javier Bardem for a little bit. I just know that a lot of, of Zendaya. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just asking that questions. That is interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Like if you read a book and... and, and it wouldn't bother me. Like, I think it bothers me on the converse where we have, like, let's say, a, uh, a book or source material that's all Asian, and then they don't cast you, Asian people. You can say it's Annihilation. Nobody will blame you Yeah, you, you can't. But it, <laughs> I mean, that, that Annihilation is so funny because he just didn't... It was That's not revealed to like, the second book, and he just hadn't read that. <laughs> oh, I, I, I didn't read Yeah, Natalie Portman's character is supposed Portman to be Asian. Asian. Oh. And so everybody, there was an outrage. And he's like, oh, well, I didn't like, know that. <laughs> oh, the, the director didn't? Because he they hadn't don't, read it? They don't, oh. they don't read talk the, about it. They hadn't read the second one, so... Yeah. Oh. Well, see, that, that bothers me, so... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I no. mean, I don't, yeah, I don't think it matters. I did, wouldn't have noticed it. It's, I'm curious as to why, because that's a conscious decision that they made. I think it's because of what he wanted. He wanted more, uh, a very strong woman. Or just more presence. Part. Yeah. Because again, the only other woman in the film, really, at least in this first one. Well, and that have, also makes sense the, because Zendaya is going to be in the second one. And well, you got Zendaya, you got the Reverend Mother, yeah. you, you have his mom. There's a princess. And, but Zendaya is not really in this one. It's really only his mom. So I think that that makes some sense to have like a more balanced, like, I think probably it's probably part of it is because it's only the first movie. Like it's only the first half of the book. True. And so they're yeah. like, well, it's, it, you know. I just thought, is this, is it's interesting. It's yeah. thing. I wouldn't well, have no. noticed that. The, the whole, the, the gender swapping. The whole, and, uh, um, Lady Jessica's clan, though, too, I'm sure might play a role. Oh, in and they're all, way. they're all women. The yeah. Bene Gesserit yeah. yeah. are all women. Bene Gesserit, so. I keep forgetting the word. But then again, they're always, they're kind of suspect in terms of like their motives. They're so, <laughs> they're very sus, those ladies. Yeah, so. My last puzzle, and it's a beef, it's a, it's a peef, is the appendix appendix so that's the puzzle oh it's so there's is it just like timelines and it's like very very i don't even remember what's in it dry and it, it, it actually the most the most thing that i enjoyed about that was they have a lot more about dr kind's character mm. and his backstory which was cool but the which, rest of it, you didn't know because you hadn't read the book. Because true, you, you've reading book backwards. Like I don't backwards. know what's going on. So stupid. Any other puzzles before we get into our last category of redemption? They remade. If you want to read the book, or if you prefer audiobooks, they redid Dune on Audible, but with it's, it's an entire cast, so like every character. No, is, I don't. Know. It's a radio play. It's, it's no, it's it's, it's really well done. Nope. I, I listened to the first <laughs> half, and it's I really I want to finish it now. It's really good. Speaking of Audible books that I read or I've listened to like that was the Alien Three. What should have been the alien? Oh, really? They did like a script, like uh, adaption. It was awesome. I know. It's like two and a half, three hours long. It's sad, but like very cool. Have you ever seen the original like concept art they made for it in pre-production for the third? Yes. Oh my! It would have been so amazing if they just let him do what he wanted. It would have been cool. Humble brag and shameless plug. Please go listen to my Alien and Predator uh, reviews, masterpieces. Yeah, they're they're the best. I did way too much 
research. Uh, <laughs> Still blows my too much mind. Time. Jean Claude Van Damme was the original Predator. Is that real? Uh huh. It uh, is real. Okay. He, okay. He hated this. I thought that was, he was like there some, for two days, and he, then they fired that's, him. That's. I thought that was maybe like an AI generated image no, of they're like Jean Claude in alien suit. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it was, it was so true. hard to move around. See, in that suit this is this it. is what AI is robbing us of. I couldn't have appreciated that image when I saw it. Well, and he <laughs> was angry that his face was going to be cu- covered he, up. He was hoping to be a bigger star. Yeah, like helping blow. Him. I mean, plus he was really short. So and the alien. Yeah, I guess he's he, yeah he's like average height, isn't he? He's like five five. No, he's like he's five short. nine or something. I don't know. Let's see, how tall is Jean Claude Van Damme, Siri? Jean Claude Van Damme is five feet nine inches. Oh dang! Man, I was I was dead on. Very cl- very <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, last, the predators, but not well. least. And please, Apple, don't take our podcast down for using Siri. We're using your products, okay? Please just calm down. Would they do that? I don't know. I'm just preemptively (laughs) telling them to be nice. Okay. Popcorn Redemption. I have exercised the demons. And if you're just joining us for the first time, Popcorn Redemption has been made because of Cole's horrific choice of (laughs) <laughs> making us watch Macbeth and all we had was negative things to say about it. So Popcorn Redemption was born so that we, we should re- we should watch the the Cohen Macbeth and see if we change our minds. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, I, I told you I would never be to a movie again. So I will watch it with you. It has but. subtitles. Oh the Macbeth one? Uh-huh. The yeah. Cohen brothers? The Apple one. Yeah, they have there's I that well, might help. Me, I watched the first probably. 20 minutes, but I didn't finish it. But it does have subtitles because I can. I, I can you know, Shakespeare, it. I'm fine being some uncultured swine. It's fine. I don't care. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the audio version of Hamlet I listened to was amazing. Nah, it's fine. I, I plucked out it, three. They need things. to talk normal. It's, it's, no, that's what they, <laughs> they rewrote the dialogue so it's more modern. Oh. It's way easier to understand. All right, let's come back to redemption. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've My horrible cre- taste in movies. We had to create yeah, this category. Uh-huh, yes. It's all about you, Cole. It is. All right. I have three things that I thought were really cool about this film that I want to draw attention to. Some of it has a little bit of uh, trivia in it as well. Adapting Dune for the big screen has been a lifelong dream of Denis ever since he learned about David Lynch's cult classic Dune from the magazine's fantastic films and Starlog and read Frank Herbert's novel when he was around 12 years old. He wanted to make a faithful adaptation, so he waited until he'd done the science fiction film Arrival and Blade Runner 2049 first so that he would have sufficient experience in the genre before starting to work on this Mm. film. In fact, scenes from his prior films are strongly influenced by the his interpretation of scenes from the novel. Man, look at him just like coming back at my like previous comment about production design turns out dune was behind it all yeah he just wanted it he so was bad just doing rough drafts for dune and i just love that someone has passion like that I, it's great i don't know that seems like some like some possible like stretching the truth because it's like how did he know he'd, he would like be able to make it at all did he buy the rights to it no, he was just a kid that was like... I, well, no, I'm I, saying I like when he was to... making these, when he like decided, I'm going to make this $100 million Blade Runner movie so that when I'm ready, I can make Dune. No, I, <laughs> I think that he had a desire to make Dune 
and he's like, I but he didn't want it. He, but he didn't was want afraid it. of it. So he like after like, he like had his first big success, yes. he didn't want to cash in immediately. That's what he was working towards. So like after Sicario, old. he didn't want to be like Dune. Give me Dune. Yes. Fair he's enough. Like, okay, let me do enough. these other ones. And they were well received. Wait, so, did, did Arrival or Sicario? Which, which one came out first? Sicario. Sicario first. Then Arrival. And then, then prisoners or no prisoners was way before. Because I mean, I feel like Sicario was his first big like. Yeah, it was. That was after he, Prisoners Arrival. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that, but was was Prisoners after? Nah, yeah, they, Prisoners they, was after Arrival. That's right. No, before. No, no it was before Arrival. Was? Before Arrival. Yeah. yeah, it was Prisoners, Sicario, Sicario, Arrival. You kind yeah. of see the budget increasing with those movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and for, yeah. So okay. Yeah. All right, this was another thing that I really liked, and we talked about it last week with the blending of CGI and practical effects. Many of the ships were created using real practical effects, such as the thopters that were constructed using gimbals on the highest hills in Budapest. Actors could sit inside their cockpits and be moved by the effects crew in whatever way was necessary for the scene. Oh, cool. And I really like Budapest. Uh, it's probably cheaper to film there. Oh, they it? also had huge, huge sets. All the sets for oh, okay. Caledon, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, you'd want some rural place to build like the, the giant stuff. Yeah, palaces were all built. I guess Budapest's not rural. But I mean, real non Hollywood price gouging. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what I meant by all the stuff <laughs> in uh, the dune, like the Dune Palace. All that was full scale made. Hmm. For the, for the show. And last but not least, Josh Brolin, who has previously worked with Villeneuve on Sicario, said that he didn't bother reading the script. <laughs> I think I pretended to read it, says Josh. And I think that's hilarious and awesome. And that's the last redemption that I had. <laughs> Have you ever, you should read, I need to find it. There was, they did some interview with Josh Brolin about when he was on No Country for Old Men. Oh, really? And I guess the Coen brothers are like so hard to work with at times because they don't really like give that much direction. Like they'll go through and film a scene and then Brolin had to like stop when they yell cut and look at him and be like, is that good enough? Or what do you think? And they just kind of like shrug or give one word answers. <laughs> so then I guess they'd have to interpret like what that means or wait to see if they want to call another scene. But it was the funniest thing. Like they started making life hell for each other. Like, cause there was no communication going on back and forth. It's pretty funny. I heard that they like kind of punked him too by making him do more takes because he was thinking, well, I need to do another one. And they're like, oh yeah, go ahead. Let's do another one. And he was, he would, it was like a weird thing about putting in an extra word or not a word or something. Yeah. Like, and they just left it in because they thought it was funny. And every time he sees it, he's like, oh geez, that, that was them making fun of me. <laughs> well, part of it so, too is. Did you hear that they're getting back together? Really? To make a new movie? It's beautiful. We're I, back. I like that. Wait, yeah, I know. Back. The Coen brothers. They separated. They, they the what? They made solo movies. Didn't that's what that Macbeth was. That wasn't a Coen Brothers movie. That was like a Joel Cohen movie. They both produced it though. They both Well, I mean, I'm not saying they hate each other. Yeah. No, no, I mean, we're not <laughs> saying they separated no, no, I, oh. in a bad they just, way. They they stopped like they weren't co writing scripts or co directing. Oh, I thought they worked on Macbeth. No, it was after Pale uh, Caesar, because apparently that production on that wasn't pleasant, and they were like, let's take a break. Huh. But you know what? I'm glad that they did, and I'm glad that they're back together. Because it'll be There's, better yeah, for us. That's right. Exactly. All right. Any redemptions? Anything you guys liked about the film? And then let's give our rating. I, I like adventures. 
<laughs> I like space. Um, All the action. I think the really good. sandworms are cool. It's got a star-studded cast. I mean, everybody like the it, characters. It's hard to like. It's hard to like. Good. It's again. It's one of those movies. It's they again. It's the person who said like every six years or so. Yeah, it sounds about right that you get like True. a lot of money behind something new, and then they can put in a lot of like. Seems a lot like of a, like top tier talent. It that, seems like when they change executive heads, they're like, this yeah, is I mean, it's, and yeah. it's like, you know what? Let's give it yeah. a go. Let's try this shit out. I mean, we'll see, but <laughs> if it keeps happening, but you don't get movies like this very often. Um, if you don't like it, it's not for you. It's fine, but give it a shot if you think it might be. I mean, I've, I'm curious because I mean, Star Wars is similar. I it obviously came out around this, like after this, but I'm curious. Like, if someone likes Star Wars, could you imagine them not liking this? True. No, that's that's an interest. I, I feel like if you're into that kind of space opera type, Star stuff, Wars is more like family friendly, like a little upbeat. You, you could but be the same. I mean, it, of, yeah, it's different. It's similar enough, though. Although maybe they would just think this ripped it off. I don't know. <laughs> True. What's your final rating? Um, if it were a full movie, billion trillion stars. But as a half movie, just a good amount of stars. Again, <laughs> when I saw it in theaters, I gave it a billion trillion stars and was like pumping my fist and and praising movie magic, but. <laughs> yeah i'm trying to you think if to i be, can give yeah. it a golden bucket or not i mean i think you have to wait and see i think you I, could, I think, I think I maybe think when so. you do like uh the second like movie seeing them you, together yeah, as a then whole. you can say like whether i don't know that i don't think you can give this one that it's not a full it, movie i think it's a large <laughs> bucket and we'll wait and see yeah i like it's that not, like that's kind of the, i mean they do have like the possible visions of the future in it which it makes me wonder if that was like his out he was thinking of like well yeah. i mean if i don't get to make the other movie you know where it was going it could go or, yeah, yeah like here's some of the paths you know like other planets and other craziness even in, yeah so i don't know what are you cool <sighs> that's where i'm torn because i'm kind of on the fence too i want to give it four because Watching it a second time, I discovered a whole lot more. Like the acting's still really good. Like two and a half. Well, about, you haven't read the book, so no, I haven't. This, is this was a good rating. Yeah, I saw ten minutes about. of the eighty-four version, but the first time I watched it, I mean, I had a whole bunch of questions and like investigated. But then the second time, a lot more things become clear. But it's still like entertaining. Like the flow, it, the pacing is really good. The only thing that kind of it, the only like roadblock I have is the Bene Jesuits when they show up to interview Paul, and the whole scene just kind of seems rather random. But I'm hoping that comes into play in the the second part. Mm. But other than that, it flows really good. Like the action's really good. The everybody's like really entertaining to watch, and you're not really sure you know what's going to happen or how it's going to play out. But it also leaves you like really excited for the second half because. Now it's set up kind of, he's got these special powers. He's, you know, there's this warring clan after him. The emperor, you know, wants to make sure that their line's wiped out. So it's very interesting that they've built it up really good that the second half's either going to be, you know, extremely amazing or you're going to wash your hands clean of it and never speak of it. would be so cool if it was bad. And, How funny would that be if he also couldn't get the second half like the other dude? Um, he and it. he wants to do a third one. He's mentioned Which, it. Which, yes. If he pulls a David Gordon Green and screws up the trilogy. That's, I need to watch those movies to know why you I think you should so just much. do the two. Fir- no, the first one. I know, you like the first watch one. Watch the first one, and, ignore the rest. They're so have, stupid. I, I don't know how they could be that What are you guys bad. talking about? The Halloween. Halloween. The Halloween trilogy. Oh, the first yeah. one was amazing, like one of the best ones, and then the rest saying, were so garbage. If we if you want to point to an example of yeah, someone starting off strong and then, and then stumbling then. on this, yeah, <laughs> taking the next I can, step. I can appreciate that. That's that's really good. And his new Exorcist movies. So you're giving it a four? I I say four. Four I, out of four. I I mean I'm surprised you picked this movie, but 
even though I'd seen it before, I it felt like it went by in twenty minutes. I loved it. It's yeah, I love the length. I, I I'm with Taylor. I could I could have more. It's like I like the Lord of the Rings movies, so I like how you know. And it's like it's, it's one of those. It really feels like you're transported to an alien world. You don't yeah, feel like you're looking at. It's sets like or, you, you know, know that thing they talk about and like Avatar disease or whatever happened after that first movie came out, where people were like, "I wish I was on Pandora. I've been <laughs> depressed ever since." The that's colors. what Cole's, that's what Chris sounded like after he watched it. He's like. My mind is filled with arrakis. I need yeah. to be I need transported. To go back. And that's the thing you feel. So like it does really have that. Alien. It does have that escapism element to it. It's, uh, it's that I think it really, is really pulls strong. you in. The the title of that one guy's review. I left the theater with Dune, but Dune can't leave that's, me. Yeah, see, that's what happened to Chris. It's happened yeah. to me. Pumping up my fist. And now, like, yeah, we only got to wait about four months for the next one. You know it's what? True. I forgot to mention about that that box office return. It came out on HBO Max at the same time. So who knows what it should have been? No, that was one of the ones they did. No, that one was. No, it was. I watched it again on HBO it was? Max yeah. that week. Yeah. Yeah. It that was, was a horrible was idea. <laughs> horrible idea. <laughs> so, I mean, now, yeah. so who knows what it would have made? We can't even judge it on that. That's Holy true. Crap. Maybe I thought it was one of the ones. Maybe that's made. why they greenlit it because there was feels, so yeah, much. Like, that feels like, yeah. Mm. Well. I love that that's how we end. It's <laughs> just another tribute that I remembered. That's it for this week. November 3rd, the second one. Sorry. All right. Ah, there we go. Mark November your calendars, Mark friends. Mark your calendar. <laughs> I am with you always. Look for me in the cloud at Popcorn Priest. I love movies and would love it if you would share the love. Share this with the movie lover in your life. Another way to support the show is by throwing a few shekels at the priest by visiting patreon.com forward slash popcorn priest and see what extra perks you can enjoy. If you made it this far, go. Go give us a five-star review on Pot- Spotify or, or on Potify or Apple Podcasts. <laughs> I command. Harry Potterfy. And as always, thanks for listening and thanks to my special guests. <laughs> Baron Cole, or no, Baron Taylor <laughs> and Duke Leto Cole. Thanks for joining us and thanks for listening. Yeah, Duke Jared Leto. <laughs> when you watch movies, you can pop off pop in or pop out, but always bring the popcorn.